0: early 2024, and you'll definitely want to be there. You are listening to episode 19 of the Create What You Crave podcast, the one that tells you the truth about people-pleasing and how to reclaim the real you. Welcome to the Create What You Crave podcast, a place for creating the self-confidence you need to be your best self as a leader at work and in life. If you want to bring more authenticity, more boldness, more clarity, and more fun to your world, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Barbara Churchill. Here we go. Hello, my beautiful listeners. Do you know how beautiful you are? I certainly hope you do. Because all of you are beautiful souls who are doing the best you can in this human experience that we call life. I want you to remember that the next time you're feeling stressed out or one of your four derailers takes over that voice in your head. This last weekend was the funeral for my stepmother who passed away on my birthday in May. And it was hard. I mean, funerals are, you know, they aren't easy, right? But it was a beautiful day and the sun had was out with these big puffy clouds floating in the sky and i know i know she loved it and i just mentioned the four derailers those behaviors that come out when imposter phenomenon shows up pleaser is one of them and i made a discovery about myself last weekend when i'm with my family of origin the pleaser comes out in me i knew i had perfectionist improver but i didn't realize pleaser was there as well. When looking at the why behind our behavior, it's very useful to look at past messaging, you know, those rules that we create for ourselves. Or we're taught, you know, by people in our world, by authority figures, by society, right? About how we should behave. Pleaser keeps the peace, right? Pleaser doesn't rock the boat. Pleaser makes others happy. Or so we're led to believe, right? Now, on the surface, that doesn't sound bad at all. It sounds like a good thing, really. You know, it's a nice thing to be somebody who makes other people feel good and gives them what they want. And that's great if that's your motivation. If that's what you're thinking of, you know, helping everybody else, that's great. If it's not, then listen up. Pleaser can be a way to hide too. Pleaser also crushes what you really want so you avoid possible conflict. Pleaser behavior can rob you of your identity, who you really are, if your motivation is to stay safe and keep the peace and be liked at the expense of your own needs and desires. If you've experienced any trauma, pleaser might have been one of your tools to keep you safe. You give what you think the other person wants to keep you from harm, either physically or emotionally. This describes me To a T, and how I realized I was using people pleasing at my stepmother's funeral. To keep the peace and avoid any conflict around my 91 year old dad, I just went along with whatever a family member wanted, regardless of how I felt about it. Put on a happy face, don't make waves, be nice, regardless of how I'm being treated. I spent some time afterwards digging deeper and realized that i had a greater need than just keeping the peace i used this tool to feel safe as a child whenever i had interactions with this person because i needed to feel safe in a very emotionally unsafe space i used this tool of people pleasing to feel loved by this person if i did what they wanted then i would receive love and feel it if i didn't then i would be judged or excluded you know what whatever was the punishment right In my head, my thought was, if I take care of you and give you what you want, then you'll love me. You won't reject me. You won't abandon me. That was a strategy for me that I learned early on in life. And I think this is fascinating. And it really got me thinking about how I show up with this person and inside my family of origin. Now, that's basically the gist of what drives people-pleasing, and it's based in large part on. How we are wired. And that is described in great depth in a therapy attachment theory. And they use this in therapy. It's called attachment theory. It's a tool. And simply put, we are social animals. We're built to bond, so to speak. And we are all wired to maintain proximity with the people close to us. This is because our survival as herd animals and primates is dependent. On being in close proximity with our people, with our like kind, right? But it goes awry somewhere along the way, doesn't it? When it becomes something you need to do in order to feel accepted, respected, included, liked, or anything like that, that's when you know imposter phenomenon has taken over. I see this happen with my executive coaching clients. They want their teams to get along and buy into their vision. They want their senior leader to see them as competent and skilled so they don't show any other side of themselves that might be labeled as emotional, right? Or in conflict with what their leadership wants. Anything that doesn't quote unquote please, right? And often their goal is to be seen as just being nice and non-confrontational, right? Steady Eddie, she doesn't show any emotion. You know, what is up with that? Men can get angry in our society and that's okay. Women get angry and they're called bitchy or aggressive. So you see how if you're a pleaser, that you are already shutting down a big part of you in order to fit in and avoid making anyone else uncomfortable. But never mind that you are extremely uncomfortable and all that stuffing of your feelings and doing for others can make you feel resentful. It takes a ton of energy to live this way, and I'll guarantee you burnout is right around the corner if this is you. Pleasers get exhausted. They reach their capacity and burnout faster than any other of the four derailers. So how do you know if you have pleaser as one of your four derailers? You've got to really slow down, listen to yourself, and check in for your motivation behind the action you're taking. Are you being generous and have no agenda, or are you hoping they like you just a little bit more than before because you did something for them? Okay. Do you feel like you're giving too much? Do you feel depleted? That's pleaser. If you feel you have a choice, that's generosity. Do you see the difference? People-pleasing is not the same as true generosity. Generosity doesn't have any expectations that go with it. It's just, I'm doing something for you that I just, I want to, and it makes me feel good. I I want to be generous. Being generous must be voluntary. So looking for that choice in your thinking, do I want to do this? Ask yourself that. And then listen in your answer. If there's anything around you hoping for a certain outcome, listen for that. And it's not always going to be top of mind because when you're aiming to do a nice thing, you know, you're not really thinking, do I have an agenda? (laughs) Often the practice of niceness and people pleasing is so automatic that it doesn't feel chosen. It's just there, you know, you're on autopilot most of the time. So really listen for those things within your mind. Get curious about whether this is generosity or niceness? And is it tied into hoping for a particular outcome? You have to slow down to notice this. Dig deeper. You've been on autopilot for so long and this pleaser pattern has been ingrained in you probably from childhood. So it's like a security blanket that you subconsciously think that you need. Trust me on this, you don't. You can create your own safety, emotional and physical. You can by changing your thinking, by deciding to let go of the beliefs that tell you pleasing is a good thing. You get to choose to honor what you want and who you truly are and show up as that. No more, no less. What would be possible if you stopped trying to please everyone else and started pleasing yourself? Oh, man. If you started to value, your own desires and needs. I want you to think about that. And if this feels way too hard for you, not to worry, my friend. Some of my clients felt the same way until we started working together. It is possible for you to end being a pleaser and begin honoring your wants and desires. It does take time and I know we can do it together. So schedule a call with me today to talk about my private coaching program, and how it will help you redefine what pleaser means to you. The link to schedule that call is in the show notes. So click on that today. Do not wait. And until we talk, my friend, remember, I believe in you.